love Simon Kim Fix because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to funny, do. Mama. <laughs> And welcome to Two Funny Mamas. I'm Kim Whitley. I'm Sherry Shepard. <laughs> and thank you to our listeners. And thank you to everyone watching on the watch tube. No, listen, listen. This is why I have to talk like this. Have you ever listened to our podcast in the car or anywhere? Not watched it, but listened to it. I said, I see why people cuss us out on a daily. <laughs> I, I was listening to some other people's podcasts and they're talking and giving information and people are listening as I'm talking like this. And then our podcast comes on. I was like, let me listen to Two Funny Mamas while I'm in the car. And I listen to it. <laughs> when I tell you, it scared me to death. Yeah, I was like, oh. We both we were that are. loud or was that just you? Well, it was different. You know, we yelling and we trying to get something. We all over the place. So you're right. I think it's time to revamp the podcast, but have fun. Because, you know, it's different when you're watching it and we're crazy. But when you're in the car driving, you're already in traffic and chaos is there. And it's nothing soothing to your nerves is what you're saying to me. <laughs> You know, it's, it's very funny. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, I sometimes, you know, it's funny because Kira Sedgwick uh, told me that it comes on her, on like her, her uh, Alexa when she's in the kitchen cooking. It'll just come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, and then Kevin Bacon, he was sitting here like this. He was like, yeah, I've heard your podcast. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? That was weird. <laughs> it was two of you. That was weird. I don't we just on our short, on our... short notice engineering, and I just realized that people watching uh, on YouTube are probably cussing me, going, Sherry's supposed to be on the other side. Kim's supposed to be on that side. So uh, engineer Chris today, a uh, little bit of a short notice thing, so no real engineer. So excuse me for interrupting. Continue, ladies. Hi, Chris. Hey, Kim. Great to see you. Great to see you, Sherry. Hey. Chris is, hey, Chris. How's your hair coming? So we're having a live podcast for everyone who's close to Los Angeles wants to fly in. Please come see our live podcast at the Lab Factory on June 11th at 11 a.m. It's a brunch. Doors open at 11. Show starts at 12. Look at this one. Oh, a picture of me and Sherry when we liked each other. Look at that. Um, so Tickets please, available at LaughFactory.com. Click the Hollywood location. Yes. Hollywood location, the Laugh Factory. I am very excited about this show. Uh, Sherry, I know you have a lot on your plate, but are you excited about our live podcast? Uh, I'm a little nervous because I'm excited when I know we're going to do our stand-up. Like, I know, I know, I know when we get on stage and we start talking, it's gonna be, because that's what we do. And I'm excited if we do any stand-up because that's what we do. It's all that other stuff that I just don't know um, what's happening with that. What is and a podcast? 
You know, I'm a perfectionist. I didn't know that about you until I started doing this podcast with you. And it really, that's one of my pet peeves with you. I was like, when did she get that, be that person? Like, because I, because I don't like when stuff doesn't go right, when I know it can go right. I just, I want things to be right. And I don't like non-organization. Like if you want to see the bad side of me, Mm-hmm. not be organized and I'm not even organized. I'm crazy. I'm all over the place. But if you, if I go out of town or I'm performing mm-hmm. and then the car is not there or you don't know when I'm supposed to go up, oh, God. Stage, you don't know, you don't know it. Like if you and I are going up, like, you know, this, like we go up and I'm supposed to headline. We had this discussion, you and I, and it gets crazy. Don't make me choke. Crazy. Don't bring up the headline. Don't you bring that up. No, I was we just did hit me. That. I was like, oh my gosh, that happened to me right. and me. And then who's it, supposed it to go up? You headline and I'm headline. But we didn't have no deal, Mental, and we didn't have a contract. So what? Did you so say we, we didn't have no deal, Nemo? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny because this has happened to us. Uh yes, this has happened had, to us. We had a big argument. We had an argument. It, it had that's a big, big deal. Because who can't? Yeah. Wanda Sykes had to come in, and uh, Craig Shoemaker had to come in with our uh, argument. We did have That's this. Right. Damn, I just thought about that. We had the same situation almost. Well, well it wasn't even close, <laughs> but we did close, have the same situation. We did have the same situation, but I, yeah, I get crazy when stuff is not together, and it's all over the place. I, I, I have a hard time dealing with that. You, however. You're ADHD, ASS, MDA. You first of all, stop making up letters. Okay. Because all the letters are running around in your head. So so you don't, it doesn't bother you, chaos, because most of the time you create it. So it never bothers you. But the thing about you that people don't know is when you get, when you get ready to go up like on stage or you're nervous, you cover it with going off on people. <laughs> You're really nervous. Wait a minute. Maybe that's maybe maybe that's what somebody else did. I'm not saying no names. Go ahead. <laughs> maybe, maybe they like me. I, I sometimes, yeah, maybe I do. I don't no, I don't like you're right. I think I go off when it's the kind of same thing when it's not organized or something did not happen. Or the truth is, this, this is when I get upset. When I don't have my glass of wine ready before I go on stage, if my glass well, of wine is there, I lose it. You're a functional alcoholic is what you are. <laughs> you see, she ain't denied it. You are a functional <laughs> alcoholic because I tell you that every time you go on stage, Kim, you don't need to be drinking, but you gotta <laughs> have that wine and we'll get Just mad. A little little half a glass of wine because another comic. That's oh, I, it's a habit now. I feel like it's superstitious. If I don't have my half a glass of wine, it's going to be bad. It's if you have a half a glass of wine, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you just that in a better mood when it go bad. You in a, you in a, you just. <laughs> what about the notes on stage? Really? That's what you worried about the wine? What about the seven pages I bring up with me? You bring up notes? <laughs> <Yes>. What? <laughs> I didn't Kim know that. 
I don't care because I might forget my new joke. I might forget something. Go ahead. For some no, reason, you don't what? have enough confidence. I tell you this all the time. I have <laughs> confidence. I don't have the memory capacity. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk about me. I've, I'm excited about this show. Um, I just the 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 extra stuff that's going around. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, It'll be interesting to see how many Too Funny Mama fans we got in LA that are going to come out. That'll be interesting uh, because I have this big fear that Andre will step on stage and only 20 people will know who he is. Uh, I want, I just want, because we're doing our podcast, I want people to come who've never heard us before and want our fans to come. So I just want it to be I think we need to start sending out some invites to maybe to some, um, not really producers, but people, friends of the business, friends of our business, in our business. I'm not saying like friends in our business, executives and stuff. Well, no, maybe like casting director friends, like Kim Harding, like friends like that who have not seen us, not for us to go to work, but people that like us but might want to come to the show they still friends dang you don't if think I, that's a good idea if i may because i feel like i know where sherry's head's at with this and i probably agree with her a little bit as in uh-huh. la is the worst city that we could do the first one of these in uh, uh yeah but i will say if you just get into the mindset of you're throwing a party and you're hanging out with your friends well then of course you want those people there yeah, and, and I, now correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't we just doing our podcast like our regular, and then we're gonna sell Andre? I we, mean, so, I wouldn't invite a cast director to look at our podcast if we was doing it when you'd put your foot in the camera and then you do like this. <laughs> what, what casting director? And you put your eyeball right up to the screen, or you uh, uh, like when we were about to start, Kim freaking comes on with no wig on. Oh no! No no no! Like, <laughs> Prison braids all over the place, looking like she's about to go to prison, and is okay. And just and she's undoing the braids, talking to Chris. I'm supposed to invite a big, huge casting director to watch. Yes. You must be. Yes. You know why? You know why? You know why? Because all of that got us this. <laughs> the NAACP Image Award. Where's mine? Oh, you, oh, it's, oh, damn. Oh, you did What does that yours, say? Huh? Chris, did you get yours? Sure haven't. Oh, oh, I'm, oh, oh I guess I'm the only one that matters. Well, Sherry, says, Sherry, Kim was the only one who went to those things. Do you think maybe she didn't check the two boxes for her co-host? She filled and, out the lines where it said yep, other, yep. other recipients. It probably <laughs> says our name. Sherry, what if it says your name and my name both on there? Maybe I forgot to push. Maybe I forgot to push sin. No, you know who getting? Who probably got one? Doggone, uh, uh, see Nikki. See, who was with me? See probably Nikki. got see one. Nikki. Andre Mama probably got an NAACP image award. It does. That's Willard. it. Not Willard. Uh, geez, Louise. Your, your name is on it. You did say Willard. <laughs> we got. I'm showing for my listeners. I'm showing the NAACP image award. Thank you very much. Oh, you can well, tell you heard the podcast on the air. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, I should have never heard that. Kim is described. That is one thing with the listeners. We never, like, describe the visual of what we're doing. You got to remember that. Uh, 
But I would say, Kim, no, I would not invite a casting director to watch our podcast because we don't have it together. I don't care if we won an NAACP Image Award or not. We don't have it together. Um, if a casting director watched us, she would go, you know what, they're not even ready to get into Hollywood and to being an actor. <laughs> Damn, that we are you, you wondering why Monique got the role on the movie. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Girl, so no, we have to. You're gonna bring up her name right now today. We could have just done the whole podcast and didn't say her name, but you're gonna say her name when all this is going on right now. Okay, I sounds like a face. red paper plate topic. No, we can't. We're not gonna do none of that. We don't. We don't. We don't talk about people. We comics. You ever seen that, you ever seen that TV show, Inventing Anna? I'm like obsessed with this show, Inventing Anna. Shonda Rhimes is yes. Show about this woman who was a con artist. She was like 25. And yes. she talks like this all the time. Run the, run the credit card again. What? Do you know who I am? And so she, whenever she like ran out of excuses and had no credit card and like her friends were there and they would go, I'm sorry, Miss, what's her name? Devel or Devilee? Uh -huh. Your credit card is declined. We have no more cards. And she'd go, I could, I could pay it. I could pay it. I, I I could pay. I I could pay. You did that with when you were talking about Monique. You 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 gon' you 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 gon' bring, bring up a, a next name right now. All of this stuff is go, going on right now. You gon' you gon' talk about Monique right right now. With all this going on, um, just I we got we comics. That's all. We just comics. That's all. <laughs> Because me and you have had that experience, so 
All I can say is we are comics. And uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Look in the camera as you lie. You, your body language is so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I think because we, we we can say, look, we comics, we know the rules. Let's start with that. And me and you have been down this road. Okay, before. if you listen to, the, let me ask you a question real quick. If you're listening to the podcast right now, do you know what they we're talking about, Kim? Do you think they know what we're talking about? No, they, nobody knows what you're talking about. You are talking like people know what you're talking about. So when you just go, yeah, girl. And this Wait, is, first this of all, first of you. all, just because you got you your talk show coming up in September, make sure y'all watch the Sherry show, please. Ah, uh, she got her, see, she didn't used to be like this when she was just a too funny mama, but yeah, now well, she's well, national, sold her, she's going to be on stations all across the United States in everyone's <laughs> home. So now she thinks she the expert. So now I got to deal with this. <laughs> I was always like, yeah. so True. this is you, this is you, <laughs> this is you. Uh, so we know the rules, we know the rules. We've been at this a long time and we know how these games played. And yes. we know the rules. <laughs> so I don't nobody know what you're talking okay. about. You're looking down. You're just, you're mumbling. First of all, I am not looking down, not mumbling. Now you're giving out the, like I'm scared of somebody or somebody. Why are no. you putting out that perception? I am not afraid. I can no, speak I can my piece, it like but if was... I speak my piece, it, you know how it's going to go all over the place. So I'm not speaking nothing. No, I never, I never gave the impression you were scared. You just, you are acting like everybody knows what you're talking about and they don't. They, they're going, know the rules about what? No. Monique and D.L. Hughley, that situation that happened this week, that's all I said. I'm saying. Uh, you can't say nothing. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that name? No, you can say the name. I mean, it's in the news. That's the whole thing. We're not saying anything. We're just saying. Can I ask you really quickly, can you just explain, uh, you and Monique used to be really, really good friends. Yes? Yes. 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 We used to be really good friends. Then all of a sudden there was just like a break. Uh, I think there's, because it's on Google, it's very, very public. There was a break in you guys' a, a little, you know, in your friendship. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's you stopped talking to Monique or Monique stopped talking to you. But you guys aren't really chummy like that any longer. No. Do you no, miss we're that? Not- I can't say I miss it because then John gonna get on me. No, that's the wrong question. That's my fault. That's my fault. Uh-huh. So sometimes seasons happens, you know. And friendships. Seasons- yes, let's be honest. Let's just be honest. I miss the friendship. I've said this before. This is not a, you know, I've had girlfriends. You, your people are in your life for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And I've had friends that have were just there for a season. I can, you know, I can name a bunch of not a bunch of names, but a couple of people that I'm like, you know, I think about them. I'm like, oh, I wonder what they're doing, and uh, I remember what people, we used to do. Some people, if they're supposed to be in your life just for a season or a reason, sometimes we, what we do is we make the mistake of trying to move them over to the lifetime section. Mm-hmm, we do. And you miss that thing that you think you had 
and you try to put people over into the lifetime. And we do that with relationships with relationships. We really do. And, and we get into a lot of trouble when we start looking back and start going, I miss, I miss, because what are you really, you missing the fun, you know, and sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't continue and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I think you, sometimes we have to learn to put it to bed, embrace it and let it go. No, you're right. You, you got what? You have to take all of it. You know, you take the good, the bad. Sometimes people, to me, like when, when they, when people don't bring peace in your life at this age that I am, I don't like a lot of discord. I don't like a lot of, right. a lot of things that are not harmonious. Cause I don't have a lot of energy to give out to a lot mm-hmm. of things. I really have to conserve who I am and my energy. And when you start being in my life and you start taking a lot of my energy, then I look at putting you out, cutting you off. And then I go fly little bird fly. And you know, my right. And it's not like you wish, uh huh. Go ahead. I'm more what you tend to bring people back into your life. <laughs> you do, you bring people, you, me, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the, what the sign is of a Taurus. When I cut yeah, you people, cut them. Off, you cut them off. Gone. Yeah. You're, you're gone. gone. And I have no, no, have, no you've given uh, a couple of people second chances. You got one girlfriend. I know you gave her a second chance. I'm not gonna say no names, but I know you did. You yeah, gave this, you did. You you were like, well, uh and Did I cut they, her off again? Yep, you cut her off, but you cut <laughs> her off, right. off. I knew it was the ending to that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you cut her off. You did cut her off. That's horrible. You did. Yes. And you know, and you know what I realized is I realized I, yeah, as we're talking, I realized because I was like you, I was like, I miss the fun times. Yes. I miss the laughter. I miss that part. Then what happened very, very quickly, it didn't even, it didn't even take long. I was like, oh, that's what I forgot about. I conveniently, my brain shut down on all those parts that Mm -hmm. made me say I'm going to step away. And they came back very, very quickly. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. The first time I got cursed out, I was like, yeah, I remember how this goes. <laughs> the first time I got cursed out. I remember how this go. And you just, you, you know, and now I know I tried. I tried and it didn't work. And I go, and Sherry, that's why you don't be looking back. When you say goodbye, goodbye. Yeah. You know, so I think that. Uh, yeah, sometimes you long for it. It was fun, but you go, is that a seasonal thing? And at this age where we are, Kim, I think that we have so much to do. and We don't have as much time as we used to, mm-hmm. to get it done, to accomplish it. And so when you like, there's a person right now that you have allowed into your life and I'm so pissed off about it. I'm really like about to tell you, you got to choose between her or me. I don't like this person. Don't like her. That, don't but, like to be friends with her. Don't like it when you spend time with her. That's a but, really rude way to talk about Caroline Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline tried to call me and I looked at it. I didn't answer the phone. Nope. Dang, no, I'm going to tell her too. I looked at the phone and I said, that's Caroline Ray. And I put the phone down. I don't know what 
what I why I couldn't talk to her. I like I like Caroline. I love Caroline. Yes, I love Caroline. But Caroline I don't get mad. Caroline about. get mad when I'm over. I never get mad when Caroline is over. Kim, yeah, she does. Good. She don't know. Not really. Get- Caroline get mad when we do work, jobs together because Caroline's like, why can't I do that? That's because I won't let her be the official black girl. <laughs> I know. Caroline is Canadian. She's so black. <laughs> okay, I'm cracked. So it's not Caroline Ray. I love when you hang around no. Caroline Ray because she keeps a smile on your face. You keep a smile on her face. It's that other lady you didn't let into your life. You didn't let her into your life. And I'm really upset. She is. And I told you're right. That. She, but she's a fun lady. She's a fun lady. She she's just, not good for you. She's, she's just not good mean. For you. Okay. You just she's don't like crass lady. people. You mean. don't like. Don't yeah, you don't people. like. You do not like crass people. You're I the only laugh. crass person I like. That's it. <laughs> that is true. You know, you're the only crass person like I did, and 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 you have uh you have uh you yeah I'm mad and I told you this because you have allowed yeah. this person in your life I don't like her she's very crass and and I think you uh yeah I'm gonna say what I said and I said it and but I, I told you, you I'm afraid to I'm break up with you. you anymore you said don't be afraid. Now you let this woman come in your life, and this is the kind of person she's a, she's a parasite. So she will come, she will take over. I'm not coming to your house and have to hear her or see her because I don't. I tell you, I don't like her. So unless you let her go, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. So you have to let her go, and I don't care how wait, you tell. Her, but uh, you just wait. Tell hold her. up. Are you wait? Hold up. The person that's about to leave me and move to New York is going to tell me I can't have no extra friends. So you just going to leave me over here crying in the corner and I can't have no friends. You leave it. So I'm gathering some extra friends to fill your spot. But why you got to go over there? <laughs> I got to get who likes me. You go oh who gosh. likes you. Everybody likes you. There's not well, one person. There's n- I don't know anybody, Kim Whitley, that doesn't like you. I was look, talking to I somebody. Do. I know somebody. Let I me know tell you somebody. Something. Don't like me. They said my name twice on their Instagram today. They don't like me no more. Okay. No, she likes you. She likes you. She just uh, is a hurt person talking. You know, people that don't like you, um, you got a lot of light. You got a lot of shine. Sometimes it's a lot for people, Kim. It just is. Okay. I'm just going to, you, 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 right. ha- you do. You have this smile that, that, brightens up everything you got this really great type of personality where you always see the bright side you don't take a lot personal um stuff slides off your back you like to have fun you like to laugh and some people who are not in that space have a hard time with that no you're right i um i want to say this just off the i had to text because i'm supposed to go to karen bass is running for mayor and I got to go to the meet and greet. Uh, this will come out before everyone, please get out and vote. This is the problem. People are not, the other campaign has forty $40 million they've put at their campaign. That other person was a Republican. And right before he registered to run for mayor, he changed to a Democrat. I just, oh, yes, it's craziness. So, 
Karen Bass is a congresswoman. She's been through the ranks. She is the one that knows government. This other person is a developer. And let me tell you, he ain't never developed nothing in the hood. He didn't did the Grove. He didn't do all this stuff. So do not be fooled. So please, everyone, go out in Los Angeles. If you know people in Los Angeles, go out and vote for Karen Bass to be our next mayor of Los Angeles on Tuesday. We just got to show up. We just got to show up and vote. That's all. So uh, people are tired. I, I think it's, you know, I think people are feeling like promises were not kept. And I think a lot of people feel so hopeless because because promises weren't kept. You kind of feel like, well, what difference does my vote make? Now, don't get me wrong. I feel the same way you do. We have to get out and vote and show our collective unity. But when people feel like I stood out in the rain, I got all these people registered, I went early, like you said, and stuff that was promised has not happened. And then you see things like, uh, I hate to bring it down, but it's just been on my heart, like the kids in Uvalde, Texas. You look at it and you go, this just happened in Las Vegas. It just happened in Buffalo. It just happened in uh you know texas that's what the kids in, were in texas it happened in connecticut sandy town it keeps yeah. happening and when does it stop so you know don't no, stop saying it. they gotta there's so many things it's, it's those especially with those assault weapons that's the problem we gotta put some kind of restrictions on the magazines they sell what i mean magazines ammunition if you can't get the ammunition you can't shoot anybody but the no one needs assault rifles you're not shooting a deer with an assault rifle so that's what we we really need to do that you hear about the black woman that, that shot the the shooter with her own gun sure did they had an ar ak or ar-15 whatever it was black woman in south carolina that's what i'm saying you don't hear about this stuff uh but you can uh google it she <laughs> I said, boy, it takes a black woman, but she must have been a good uh, a good shooter. He was out, came shooting up people in the parking lot with his AR-15. She took her gun out, shot him dead. Boom. You know, I think it's a messaging with with the way we talk, because I don't think anybody's saying take away all the guns. Right. I think people are saying the way you do the guns, who you selling the guns to. It should be a waiting period. If you are 18 and you can't drink till you're 21, right. you can't drive a certain age, you can't do blah, blah, blah. Why should you be able to get an assault rifle? Especially as a teenager when your full frontal cortex is not even developed. So I think it's this messaging problem that things well, need to change. Well, it's also that and, and we need to change the law. We got to change these laws, absolutely. But they're not changing them. That's, I, that's what well, I'm and, saying. I think. In Britain, mm-hmm. they did change them after they first mass shooting. They changed the laws immediately. I'm talking about the United States. I'm, Biden, when he was a senator, was working on changing this law, and it hasn't changed because it's you know you got the Republicans over in the House and they block the bill every time it comes, and it's such a you know the NRA is so powerful. It, the NRA is so powerful. You remember Trump came in, <laughs> after, and I'm not laughing at the shooting. The mm-hmm. irony of it, after the shooting in Florida, Trump was like, "I'm going in and telling the NRA we taking away the guns and we and I don't know who got to him, the Illuminati, 
whoever, because the next day he came out, he was like, well, he had a whole change of heart. So they're very powerful. But I do agree. We have to continue to vote. I don't want to bring it down. We have to we have to vote and we got to send our love and our prayers to the parents in Evaldi, Texas, who are so going through it, uh, whose lives will never be the same. Um, because I don't know what I don't know what the solution is, you know, and then you still got this big cover up with the police. They got all this body armor, but with everybody was afraid to use it. It just is a, it's just is a complete mess. So, yeah. uh, please vote. Please vote. I'm trying to get a babysitter yeah, so I can vote. go out to the Karen Bass, to the Karen Bass rally. I'm trying to get a babysitter. Is that um, tonight? It's tonight. Blacks, it's called Blacks in the Valley. Yeah. So. And what uh, are y'all supposed to do? Y'all supposed to raise money for Karen Bass? Yeah, I'm sure they'll be taking up a collection. You'll take a bunch of selfies. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Trying not to catch COVID, but I think uh, we'll probably, uh, they're probably, it's a fundraiser and um, just talking to her constituents and I'm just going to show my face as a face of support. Karen knows I've been around. Karen is a very, very smart, very smart woman that has been around way before Trump. I think she was in the state assembly and I was talking to her and she she predicted everything about Trump. I couldn't believe it. Now I look back, I was like, you knew what you were talking about. So um, that's it. I think I'm just gonna go and show some support. Um, at this moment, I'd like to switch the subject. Sure. And I'm like, can Chris come on screen? I wanna talk about this hair real quick, Sherry. I want you, he might not know what button to push. Oh, he got it. Chris! You all had such a good flow, and it was such, it's the old school show, and you're going to bring me into... Okay, what's happening, Kim? I was. We were. We were very good because after I listened to our podcast, I said we have to be more podcast-like. So Sherry and I are definitely going to sit down at, when she has free time, but we're going to reconstruct the show and really get serious about it. I'm gonna get serious about my life. Even my WW journey, I've decided to do some hacks and every week do a little video of how to make it on the Weight Watchers program. Um, but I also, you know, I'm really gonna take our podcast really serious because now that the boss is gonna be out, you know, I gotta step it up. 51, so, 51 is gonna be busy, 49, not as busy. Right. Boom. She, she, who knows, but I wanted to be in place so that when she is available, she can pop on in smooth sailing. I want her to be like, Oh my God, Kim, you really did this. Cause she don't think I can do shit. Oops. Excuse me. Hey, Minyay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and she, and she stole Minyay. And yeah. we're off to the races. Yep. There it is. Sherry. There it is right there. Polite, polite request. May I? Are we taking requests, Kim? Yes. For the love of God, can I be in on that <laughs> structure meeting? For the love of all things, everything, can I please, please, no, I'm gonna say no. please I'm gonna loop say me no. in? Absolutely uh -oh. not. You're not even going to be around. Go ahead. Why? Why? This is why I say why no. can't my man be in on the meeting? No, you For this reason right here. For this reason right here. Because every time... We try to do a meeting. This is what it turns into. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to do this. Chris, look at your hair. 
let me take a picture of your hair right now, Chris. Okay, then I gotta wait for forty five seconds while you flirt. Then I go. So if we do, if we do the podcast at the Laugh Factory, and if we talk to a caterer about the brunch, you know what? What it's gonna look like when you wake up next to me, Chris? You, you don't even know what you're about to get. That was pre-show going. banter. Don't give me that bull. Then we sitting on the phone, and then Chris got a long story because he started getting red about his hair because Kim talking about his hair. And then I go, so then what are we going to do with Andre? We're going to do dating Andre. And Kim's like, so Chris, I want you so bad. We no, I ain't never know. said that to Chris. I would never Chris. say that. I'm just giving examples. There's You're going to be so in New York. Chris don't have our meeting. She won't even know. She's going to be so busy with this show. Let me tell you something. We better hope she knows our name. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna show. She, she started getting free stuff, and people start lifting her up, baby. We <laughs> might not be. She gonna yeah. change her number. She gonna change her number. I'm telling that you. I am gonna do, but I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, <laughs> gonna... I it like your hair, Chris. Somebody texted me, and they were like, "How you been?" And girl, this is so good. And I prophesied this, and I'm like, "Who is? It's just a number. Who is this? Who? You remember I prophesied this? Oh, oh wait, <laughs> she's Joshua." So, um, it's, it's the tutor. So, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hold we're on. still, we're still in the old version, Sherry. This is the old version. I am. Hey, you ready? So, if I turn my back, but if I turn sideways, you don't know. This is I'm gonna be a pump. podcast where Sherry gonna look and go, damn, she restructured it. Hello, Joshua. Where yeah. you at? What? Yeah, I'm, on, I'm on the podcast, but well, act like shit. Whatever you two know. figure out, it would be way cool if I could throw some input in. What we're hey. what we're looking at is because we've not had yeah, a break. Yeah. We're, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're looking at still continuing two funny podcasts, two funny mamas, but having two other people. Definitely somebody co-hosting with Kim, but then allowing two other women to come in and fill in for us for a few weeks. And then we'll come back and then we'll have two other people come in and fill in. We need to streamline our podcast because as much as we love uh, going two and three hours, which that's, I have to take the, I have to take the one on that because Kim is always has to leave and I'm the one that could go for four hours. But uh, we have to streamline it because Kim is so busy and Sherry's so busy. So we know that you love it, listeners and viewers, and we want to give it to you. We just have to, we got to cut down how much because look at this girl right here. So much going on um, in Kim's life and there's so much going on over here. So we just have to do, we just have to, we we, we want to take it to another level. We want to get it. So we, we so appreciate that we, won an NAACP Image Award and then our viewers and our fans got us there and we appreciate it. But we want to do something a little bit different and and take it to another place. We want to bring in other people. We want to yes. like, of, you know, uh, bring in some more women to do it like, you know, like we did with B-flat and, uh, you know, have some other opinions here. We think that you would enjoy that. More guests and... You know, that's just kind of the broad brush strokes. I was giving you space to take another phone call, Kim. 
You no, know, it's fine. Joshua is sitting here. Please go use the bathroom. Wash your hands. I will get you some dinner, okay? Sorry, listeners and viewers. I will get you some dinner. You call Miss Linda quickly, please. When does it stop? Wash your hands and get the COVID off your hands. You got to, this is the thing, he's 11. Yeah. And I know, see, he's taken advantage of me being on the podcast because I think mm-hmm. he just tucked around the corner. He, he did not doing anything. He just hid. That's all he did. Yeah, he just came in your office to get your keys to the car. He'll be I, back in it. He'll be back in an hour. My brother used to do that. <laughs> my brother used to do that. And then they would push the car out the driveway and then I would tell. They would push the car out of the driveway? Yes. Oh my gosh. It. Yes. And oh down my the gosh. They did. I used to do it with my mom when she was asleep. I took her car. I'm so thankful to the Lord because I used to take my mom's all the car all the time when she was asleep. She never even knew her car was missing. It could have been so many things that happened. And I remember I'm driving with no she license. She never knew? She never knew. I never told my mother. My mother was sleeping. And one time we went to the club, because I would tell her I was babysitting and I would change my clothes in the laundry room. And we would go out to the clubs. And I took my mom's car and I'd be driving fast and tailgating. And um, I drove into 7-Eleven to get like something to eat, like a little hot dog. And the police were sitting next to me and I got scared. So I ran back into the car, started it up, backed up and parked in the back of the 7-Eleven and then walked in. Like the police weren't gonna be suspicious. I just got scared. So of that course- easy. Is that crazy? So of course they backed up, parked right next to me. And when I came out, I was like, oh shoot. I got in the car and I sat there and I was like, calm down, Sherry. Started my mom's car up. Before I even put my foot on the speed pedal, them lights went. (laughs) And what did you do? I was 16. And I said, yes, officers. And my voice sounded just like that. Yes, officers. He said, I need to see your license and registration. I was like, okay. And I'm looking all in the glove compartment on good and damn well. I don't have anything. And I said, um, and I'm looking up. I don't, I can't find it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I could not believe you. What happened to you? He said, whose car is this? And I go, my mama's. (laughs) <laughs> he said, please don't call my mama. He said, it's not calling your mama. Mother, we could arrest you. And I went, please don't arrest me. I'm sorry. And they what? made me they made me get out the car and start walking. They said, you bring your mother here to get her car. They made me get out the car and start walking. And then they watched me walk a little bit. Then they took off. As soon as they took off, I ran right back to that car, got in, Went to Universal City because they used to have a club called Victoria Station. Parked and went in and party. They no, got you learned- did not. Yes, what? I did. You used somebody's what? ID to get into the club. You were bad. I I wasn't bad. I just was yeah. You were adventurous. Yeah. I was very adventurous, and I think I'd have about been so that. afraid. I'd have gone straight back home and told my mother what I did. No, you would have wrote it in a nine-page letter. <laughs> you would have been, mother, I need to talk to you because 
I'm tired of my brothers pu- pushing your car out of the driveway. I and was then such a title to I want to lose my virginity, mom. <laughs> That's what you would have wrote in your letter to your mother. You just yeah. spill it off. You no, were such right. goody two shoes. I was such a goody two shoes. And I look at and I'm like, but I look, you know, I, you know, I look at my life and I'm glad I was, you know, raised that way. But in a little bit, I was like, I don't know why my mother didn't give me a little bit of hoism, like a little yeah, bit of wasn't a hoe. knowledge. She knew, of, she knew what she needed to do to get married. She, she, she did. And she told me, but I didn't listen. She, they sent me down to Fisk University, told me to go over to Meharry, study at Meharry Medical College, and you'll meet somebody. But instead, I was like, eh, I'm gonna go over to Vanderbilt to the football dorm. <laughs> and that's what happened. You know what tricks Never me out. Never did doctor. Never did. If you would have just followed what your mother told you to do, yeah. you would have been the ex-wife of a senator. I would have. I'd have been something. You would have been the ex-wife. You would have been the rich socialite ex-wife of a senator. You would have been remarried to somebody like a judge. You would have been like, you would have been like, like you would have been been divorced three times and on my third marriage and and talking to Chris right now. Right. I'd have some kids. They'd have been grown out the house taking care of me, and then I'd been, Chris, we're going to use my husband's money. What you want to do? Yeah, you'd have been, like, you, like, literally, you'd be Juanita <laughs> Jordan. You'd be one of the women that got the, the largest settlement <laughs> from a man. You'd be, Juanita Jordan was Michael Jordan's ex-wife. At the time when they got divorced, she got the largest settlement in the history of settlements from divorces. Uh, now people have gotten much more than her. But yeah. that's who you would have been. And that's so funny. You I'd have been like Shawnee O'Neal. I've been on my second marriage, kicking okay. it. Kids would have graduated Howard, Fisk, Spellman, you know, and you would be like living your best life really, really rich. Or would I be like Johnny Depp and Amanda? And Amanda Heard? No, isn't oh. it Amber Heard? Amber, yeah, Amanda Steele. I got them all. Chris! Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. That came so down Amber to Heard. that. Amber Heard, sorry, has uh, Johnny Depp won $15 million judgment against uh, Amber Heard. You know, he was suing her because, and Chris, you can fill in the gaps because I really didn't watch why, the why trial. Do you assume I, why do you assume I know all about it? Because my people I said you two should talk about it for Red Paper Plate. I don't know much about it. I just, okay. you know, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp just didn't take up the zeitgeist. This is what life. I need to know. This is, uh, yeah, but this is what I need to know. How did the court case come up? Who started it? Her or him? I do know that part. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Sure. No, you go, no, Chris. Go no, if, correct me if I'm wrong. From what I heard, she wrote basically an op-ed about how she's a survivor and, you know, it was kind of along with the Me Too stuff and how she had to deal with, I don't know specifics, a lot with Johnny Depp. Basically, uh-huh. okay. Here's the problem with Amber Heard. I think you tell me if I'm wrong, because I didn't watch this trial. Because uh, I kept seeing Amber Heard crying and all of this other stuff. You won all that money the first time, Amber, from Johnny Depp. 
initially a the big settlement to her. Be, yeah. How much the settlement was like? How much? Like freaking wasn't it like ten million? I was gonna say seven million, but I can look it up. So it was something like that. Then she said she was gonna donate a whole bunch of the money to charity. That never happened. You had your money. Now you got to go right op it. You got to run your mouth again. You got the judgment in favor of yourself. You got to go run your mouth in an op ed. So what Johnny Depp do? You didn't woke the sleeping bear. Sherry, Amber yes. Heard, Amber Heard originally was given seven million dollars in a divorce settlement, and she she pledged half to the ACLU in twenty sixteen. And I don't think they got it. No, but they did not. It was a pledge. It was a pledge. It was the same. She I said pledged. she was giving it. Yeah. She said so she was wait, giving it. So let me get this straight. She wrote an ad or whatever, op-ed. slamming Johnny Depp. She wasn't selling her car. She wrote an op-ed. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, 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 an article, <laughs> whatever that trades. is. An op-ed, an ad, an ad, uh, Who's article. taking over the podcast when I leave? Who, who did you say? You don't even know the story, and you got to get ready for your own talk show. I hope you don't have hot topics. Oh, I know the story. <laughs> I know the story. I said I don't watch so, the trial. I know the story. Okay, okay. Then this is what I'm trying to understand. She wrote something. He didn't like it. He sued her and won. I'm just trying to get to the one. That's in his career. It yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because okay. now he's known as a, a a wife abuser. You know, she said he was hitting on her. All of this other stuff. So it affects. We don't really like working on a set right. with a person who's hitting their wife. I did. I did a movie with Johnny Depp. I like Johnny. I told him I was gonna stick my tongue down his throat. I was a little abusive. Pardon? My damn. Huh? Uh oh. No caller ID. Let me answer it. It might be speakerphone. You know, the boss. Hold on. Speakerphone. Hello. <laughs> Hi. She's gonna she's gonna really run a tight ship when you're uh, busy, sure. Yeah. Uh, I oh, can you can you give me ten minutes and call me back? Oh, no, 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 no. You an hour and ten minutes. That was amazing. Told you, told you it was somebody. It was, was somebody you gonna trip. Was it who you texted earlier? Yes. Ah! <laughs> Oh no! That's what I was like. Ah, ah, ah! Me and put me on speakerphone. I knew, I knew he was gonna say that. I was like, oh no, not a oh, phone wait, call. Wait, we gotta stop this. This is how our city of hall got canceled. Too many inside jokes. Right, right. Sure did. Yes, sir. Uh, Kim was trying. Okay, to let's. Get you know what? It's the end of the podcast anyway. Y'all come see us. What? It's a. It's an hour. It's over. Okay. All right. I, okay, go ahead. What were you talking about? Can I read? Yeah, we got Johnny Depp. We got to finish that. Joshua, yes, honey. My son is right here. Joshua, I need you to, you can talk. It's it's Auntie Sherry and Uncle Chris. Yes. And millions of people listening. Daddy Chris. Daddy Chris, come, come. If you, if you don't take off my heels, what are you doing? Boys don't, well, now I'm not going to say that. Do you Boys want do. this? This actually, ha- do you want? This? I don't like you stretching out my shoes. I got some new little shoes, and he think it's funny to put them on. That's not because he wants my attention. Can you please go sit with the tutor? 
I have a reader's uh, uh, email that was sent to me that I wanted to read. You got to read it. Yes. Yes, I got to hear this. Come here, come here. This email was sent by, hold on, I'm not going to read all of this, Gazella Lynn Evans Reed. Just whisper. Stop. Uh, Let me see. She's very complimentary. Uh, Let's see. She is, she listens to us all the time. She's been to the Wendy show, but here's the thing that we did. Um, She said, I sent you and Kim gifts, which you acknowledged on Two Funny Mamas in a very disrespectful way. Kim Kim even stated immediately, and thankfully, uh, Kim even stated so immediately, and thankfully, Chris recovered the ball that you fumbled, Sherry. He interrupted by stating that I sent you the shirts and gifts. Um, It was okay, but Kim made the situation very funny because that's what Kim does when she causes chaos. You can make it funny. She says, I still love you. She said, you can tell you guys were freelancing this particular episode. This one? 106 of them. them. Yes. But uh, she says, I am a true fan. I don't so, follow. But let's get the, let's get the situation. There was a gift sent, so people can understand what happened. She sent us a gift. You know, I think it was like probably mm-hmm. like a T-shirt and something. A lot of times yeah. we'll get we'll get gifts. Uh, I know for me, my assistant Edie will take the gift out of the uh, the envelope or whatever, and it'll just be a T-shirt and a mug sitting there. And I mm-hmm. go, Edie, who sent the gift? And then I hear from the back. I don't know. I just took it out the package. It's on the counter. Right. And you don't know who that happens. I have no idea who sent it. And uh, so I don't know if Siobhan is like that, your assistant. So I will just have a t-shirt and a mug and it will sit, sit in my office and then we'll get on the air and I'll be like, I got this t-shirt and a mug. I don't even know who it is. And, you know, so what I do say, uh, I Gazilla, mm-hmm. is I apologize for Kim and I for not taking the time to find out mm-hmm. who the gift is from because you took time out of your busy day to send us a gift which said that yeah. you were thinking about us and we say thank you for that and, and we no way meant to disrespect you or the gift we are so incredibly grateful that you guys want to send us stuff so thank you so much for that and again it's your turn to apologize, Kim. You know, girl, you know how it is. Oh, okay. What was we the part about me? I think she's going to laugh at that. Yeah, um, no, girl, you know, you know we be all over the place, but now it's time for a black business. Oh, so we want wait, to get Hang this. on. Wait a second. All right. Oh, you have the bottle. Look at you. Look at that. What's that? Go ahead. This is a flavored vodka by a black company, Keith Davis, Nebula 9, it's called. And my girlfriend, who of course is a publicist, Erin Calhoun Delaney, um, brought this and she was like, Kim, you're gonna love this, Nebula 9, uh, black owner. Uh, Go ahead, you wanna, uh, uh, Well, uh, if if you know Keith Davis, he's the owner of Nebula 9. And if you're out and about, you can go to Total Wine, BevMo, Keg and Bottle, all distributed via Republic National Distributing Company. Uh, and everybody loves this to support the black businesses. So you can get this infused vodka, 
all throughout the country. Looks like pineapple passion is one of the uh, flavored vodkas. What do you think of that, Kim? Strawberry uh, lemon. That feels like a yeah. sherry, a sherry flavor. So yeah, Nebula this, Nine. And this one is the Have pineapple passion. It? Have you huh? tasted it? Have you tasted? No, I heard it's very good. I'm about to uh, open up one of the little. Uh, on my way to the Karen Bass, I guess I won't drink. I'll drink it and then wait an hour. But <laughs> I would taste this one because vodka, you know, is low in calories. But this one's a nice one uh, of the little of the little they have it in the little cans. That's what I like. It's a Cosmo. Oh. So Nebula Nine, uh, Funny Mamas, our podcast, our live brunch at the Laugh Factory on. Uh, June 11th, you think they'll sponsor us? Or That's a good I don't idea. know what the thing is, you know, if we have a special drink that the, I don't know do, how that works. You could do a screwdriver that. with that. That'd be delicious with some orange juice, yeah. So Keith, Keith Davis, if you're listening, uh, Aaron Calhoun, Delaney, uh, I'm gonna have her work on that. That would be great. Uh, so don't forget to come to the Laugh Factory to see uh, Two Funny Mamas live on June 11th. And we're gonna have Nebula 9, hopefully, uh, as our drink, our special uh, drink. That would be great. Two Funny Mamas, 11 a.m., doors open, live show. Y'all come and see us at the uh, Laugh Factory. You gonna wear your pajamas to the political fundraiser tonight? Why did you tell everybody I got on pajamas? They could have thought this was a, a outfit. You know, I'm so sorry. I'm so used to picking at you. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This is oh. a, a, what was that that just fell from the ceiling? This is a, this is a Christian Dior um, sweater. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 actually not. I um okay. Whew. All right. All right. You know, yeah, you know I'm gonna yes. be nervous. <laughs> oh, That's now. so funny. Uh, so this has been fun. I'm in a hotel in New York. Uh, I'll be back home in a few days, I think. Yes. Can I have a party at your house? Because I'm not going to be, I got to leave early. I got to move to New York earlier than I thought. So we got to get out. They're coming to take all of the stuff. Uh, I sent out the gym shoes to someone and the pillow. I'm just going to have people come over and take from the closet because trying to mail things out and I, I, I got a hundred million emails. Thank you guys. The gym shoes are already gone. The dress shoes are gone. The penguin pillow is gone. Um, but I got, so, I got stuff and I got to get out. I'm just giving stuff away. You just bring some girlfriends over. I'm going to put this stuff in the driveway. Okay, I'm, I'm going to come over. Tell me what day. Towels, bath rugs, just everything. It's just got to go. I, I'm not even I selling it. it. I need all of it. So, no, I so okay. Uh, if you're going to give a party, you have at a my... party at your house. That's fine. August, I'm going to I charge need... you. I'm going to charge you. I will pay for the cleanup. I will pay for the caterer. I need to use the tennis court as a roller rink because I want a roller rink. I, I want a pool party at the same time. I want bid whist. Oh, you're going to pay me. You're going to pay me because yeah. that pool, heat up the pool costs money. The last so time we had to in August. All you're going to do is we'll put okay, pool Okay, that's fine. We still got it. But then, you know, your little roller skating from last time, I still got circles all over my court. So I need to be painted again. People doing tricks. I'm not, paint, I'm not painting your tennis court. I'll get somebody oh. to come wash it. But I need oh, the God. I need it for a roller rink. I just need I need the entire yard and I'll put the porta potties in. And uh I need I just it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a big, huge going away party for me. Even though I will always 
already be living in New York. So I just need wow. your place. Yeah. All right. Okay, thank you. And, All right. Then um, I'll pay for the cleanup crew. And I need Bobby Brown to be there. So that's all I need you to do. Just oh, Bobby, make sure Bobby Brown has a new show out. Please he make does. sure you support he has a, a, him and his wife and his family. So yeah, a reality show coming out. Would you do a reality show? It's already out. It's a, I did one called Raising Whitley. What's wrong with you? No, I mean, like, would you do like a real Housewives of... of uh, oh, would I jump <laughs> on one? And this real Housewives of Encino. All right, that's it. I'm ready. Yes. That is you Kim. She's cute. She's about to be on the Real Housewives. Look at her. You look cute. Thank you. 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 I was you pretty smashed that day. It was fun. That was for the Pink Pump Affair. But all right, you know, I got to take a phone call. Well, we, in a few we about this Pink Pump Affair, about Kim being an auctioneer and, and bilking me out of a whole bunch of money bilking me. Did you hear the word? Bilking me. She basically... That sounds like Lunell called me too. Okay, Lunell called you and she didn't even call me. I'm texting she, Heffa right now. She called me because she wants her she she wants her thing that she auctioned. Same thing like you. She was like, look, I done spent this money. <laughs> I want these tickets. I was like, oh lord, between her and Sherry. Because <laughs> you know what? But, you're not a good auctioneer. You're a great auctioneer, but you're not a good auctioneer. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good, but we need to get off the podcast because I need your guidance. Okay, I need so, I need you two to not hang up whenever we oh, end we, the show. Let's please. do this. Uh, let's do this commercial for uh, two funny mamas being at the Laugh Factory. Well, let's end the show and then uh, we'll do that. All right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Two Funny Mamas. And watch me on the on the view on the view on the Wendy Jesus. Show, January thirteenth through the January the January. Damn, June thirteenth through the June eighteenth. Because you know this is Wendy's last. Uh, it's Wendy's last week. Oh, the, when? June thirteenth through June eighteenth. It's the last it, show. It's the final final. Oh wow! You know, it's crazy. Wow. It's uh, I mean, you know, end of an era. It happens. It's end of an era. She's up there with the legend. She's up there with Ellen. She fourteen seasons. That is so hard to do, and yeah. uh, it just so happens that the week that I fill in for Wendy right now, it's, it's a Vivica uh, and Carson is the week yeah. that I fill in for Wendy. That's her last. That's her last week on the air, the Wendy Show. Mm-hmm. So you can watch me June, June 13th or June 18th. And then in the fall, the Dream Come True show comes on. That's right. That's not what it's called, though. But. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Kim and Sherry Shepard, Two Funny Mamas. Bye-bye. Two Funny Mamas. Two Funny Mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is 
girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation. For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. 